Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to episode 14. I can't believe we're already at episode 14. This is so amazing. So today we're going to be talking about food scarcity, but as usual, I'm just going to update you a little bit um, on other things first. So I am doing this awesome webinar on how to lose weight for the last time for South Asian women professionals. And it is going to be on Monday the 6th of September at 8pm British Standard Time. So that is 2pm CST and 3pm EST. So make sure you go onto my website and sign up. It is going to be amazing. And I will be teaching you about three main concepts that most other diet attempts that you may have done don't cover. So these are very briefly over hunger. So you're feeling hungry all the time and you are eating very regularly because of that. Over desire, which is when you have urges, which are feelings of over desire, to eat things that aren't really on your protocol, but you eat them anyway because the desire is so strong. And eating for emotional reasons. So you may be looking for a snack when you're bored to kind of get rid of that boredom. Or after the kids have been put to bed, you may be thinking, I really deserve a snack now, which makes you feel entitled. There may be a, a positive feeling that you're kind of kind of trying to enhance. So on date night, you may want to eat dessert because you're thinking, oh, well, I don't normally eat dessert and I don't normally get date night. So let me have it this time. So I'm going to be dealing with these three kind of concepts and talking about them on my webinar. So if you haven't signed up, then please sign up and it will definitely be something that will be really useful for you. Apologies in advance if um, I sound a little bit croaky today, but I've got a little bit of a sore throat, so I may be kind of sounding a little bit different. Okay, let's dive straight in. So today we are talking about food scarcity. So what does that mean? So let's start off with scarcity in general. What does scarcity mean? It's the state of not having enough or being in short supply. So you can have scarcity with many things. And scarcity came out a lot more in the pandemic. So there was a lot more money scarcity. There was a lot more time scarcity. There was a lot more food scarcity, scarcity in relationships, like they're not doing enough. And scarcity with things. So I don't have enough stuff, so let me actually hold on to it. And the money scarcity would show up as kind of like I don't have enough money especially like um, in the pandemic it may have been I am furloughed or I cannot make a living right now because my business has been shut down because of the pandemic there may have been food scarcity as if like oh I need to make sure I eat more because I need to have the energy 
more time scarcity like oh with especially with the uh, kids homeschooling being like oh I don't have time to do the things that I want to do and the especially scarcity with things it's kind of like oh well I don't know when I'll be able to buy it next so let me actually hoard this right so if you think about it whatever issues there were before they were heightened by the pandemic so before coaching I had all three the food scarcity which is like there's not enough so I better eat more the time scarcity or I don't have time to do all the things that I want to do and the money scarcity I don't have enough money or it may run out And when I asked myself what was enough, I actually didn't have the answer. (laughs) So in this episode, I'm going to cover food scarcity. But when you have one type of scarcity, you may have one or more of the others. And if you're interested in podcasts on time scarcity and money scarcity, let me know by emailing me and I will do a podcast for you on this as well. Okay, so in the coaching relationship, there is a lot of food scarcity that I see with my clients. So often my weight loss clients say, there's not enough food. I won't get this, so I better eat it now. I'll miss out if I don't have it. I better eat it now or it will run out. For those who do intermittent fasting, they often have thoughts like, I better eat it now as I won't eat until tomorrow. I better eat now, otherwise I'll be hungry. I'm only eating two meals a day, so I should eat more. These kinds of thoughts are coming from the scarcity mindset. So this comes up a lot in other scenarios as well. So I'm going to run through a few of these scenarios so you can kind of get a feel for them and see whether it shows up for you. On holiday, when having a breakfast buffet. So I know a lot of my clients and myself, I used to eat loads at a breakfast buffet And I used to say, oh, well, I don't know where I'm going to find food next. You know, food may be a bit unpredictable. And there may have been a bit of money scarcity coming in too as well. Like I want to make my money's worth. But the truth was that there was plenty of food that I could access when I was out and about on holiday. And that the money for the breakfast was already paid for. So I could either eat to fullness at the breakfast buffet or... I could stuff my face and, in quotation marks, make my money's worth and then feel kind of tired, exhausted, like kind of pass out on on the bed. And the truth is I actually get to decide. You actually get to decide. So one of our relatives used to say when eating at a wedding, he used to say, well, eat enough for a week in a jokey way. But actually, I think he was serious. (laughs) And this is one of the things that a lot of our older generation may say. You may have heard that. Um, Because when they used to say kind of eat plenty at a wedding because you won't get food for the whole day otherwise. (laughs) That is something that I used to hear quite often. And the reality is that there would be plenty of food at home if we wanted to eat, right? Another one is when eating out at a restaurant oh I won't get this specific starter or dessert again or I don't come often so I should eat it and when thinking I should finish the last naan because we paid for it and I don't want to waste it there was a bit of kind of money scarcity and food scarcity going on I used to think this on date nights I used to think I don't have many date nights so I should eat it and my brain would try and rationalize it 
Now it's different if I actually plan for it, but often I didn't plan for it and my primitive brain just wanted it. So I could think of it as I could just come back to this restaurant at any time and I could eat this dessert or starter at any time. Or I could get a takeaway and eat it tomorrow and plan for it. Or I could use things like Uber Eats, etc. So this doesn't mean that because I'm there, I have to eat everything on the menu. Because if my primitive brain was the one kind of calling the shots all the time, it would keep wanting to eat because remember it wants me to seek pleasure avoid pain and stay how I am and eating food is very pleasurable for the primitive brain but it doesn't serve my long-term goal right so this will also show up um, for my clients on holiday and things like eating certain foods so for example gelato in Italy and the thought may be I better eat this as I won't be in Italy for long but honestly, I'm sure you can order gelato online if you really wanted it. And it, and I'm sure that there's places in Italy that would be able to send it to you, to your door, right? It shows up for me when we go to India too. So when we used to go to a place called Manvi in Gujarat, they were famous for their double rotis, which is a type of food where you have the mixture in between, um, in between some buns. And I, I went there and when I went there, I would keep thinking, oh, I need to pack loads because I've just come here and I won't get it again for ages. But the truth is, I'm sure I would be satisfied with just one because they are quite filling. And also, I'm sure other places, you know, near me make similar ones or maybe they even sell it online. Or maybe it's okay that I just enjoyed that experience there and then and that I don't need to keep wanting to increase that that pleasure in my life because I was satisfied with the one that I did eat, right? The same thing would happen when we would go to Mombasa because they were famous for their specific um, Bhagwanji kachuris. And these are like the best kachuris ever. And when we go to Mombasa, we would always eat them. And it was like, we must eat them all now as we won't get them again. But to be honest, when anyone came from Kenya, they would bring it over, as we still have some family in Kenya. So this just isn't true, really. And I have the feeling that they actually sell these kachoris in the UK now or online. Don't quote me on this, but I think they, they do. But the point is, your primitive brain will try and act like this is the last time you will ever eat this. And so you should eat it all because you'll never get to eat it again. But this just isn't true. So whenever your primitive brain offers these kinds of thoughts, just question them. So scarcity used to show up for me when my mum sent food over, especially when it was freshly baked food or fried food. And this was often when I used to go off plan, when I was kind of learning how to stick to the plan that I made. And I struggled with keeping on my plan because my primitive brain would say, it's fresh, it tastes better when it's fresh. You don't bake food or fry food that often, so you need to eat it now. But the honest truth was, is, was that I could ask mum to make the food anytime and I'm sure she would love to make it for me. So I could just plan for it and eat it rather than coming from scarcity that I will never eat this food or I won't eat it for ages, which is what my brain often tells me. Can you relate to that? Does your brain tell you similar things?
This also showed up in the pandemic with stocking up on food. So buying way more than we needed and stop stocking up on tins and frozen food and things like that. And I realized that I actually bought more food in the pandemic and actually there were regular food deliveries. So I didn't actually need to stock, stock up on it. I then actually spent months using it all up, right? So I could go on and on. There's lots of different examples, but you get the theme. So our brains are programmed to think like that. Our primitive brain wants us to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how we are. So it's trying to protect us because if there was a famine, we would then have plenty of food on our bodies. But in this day and age, food is abundant. There's so much food everywhere. And when we actually have compassion for our brain, that actually our brain is meant to offer these thoughts of scarcity because they are coming from our primitive brain and it's actually meant to offer these thoughts, then we don't actually have to believe them. And we can be calm when these sentences come into our brains. We can then think about the reasons we really want this really want to lose weight and the reasons why right now is the best time to do this and actually take action from that place so stress often fuel stress is often fueled by scarcity so when i think of any goal that i want to achieve including losing weight as being a journey full of obstacles that i'm actually willing to overcome And when I welcome those obstacles and bring in the idea of life, you know, being full of obstacles and the purpose of actually overcoming these obstacles is to grow from them instead of moving away from them. If I actually chose to move towards them, then that would really help. And people think that anticipating something allows us to prepare for the worst case scenario. But actually what it means is we go through the worst case scenario ahead of time every time we think of it. So what we're doing is we're creating the worst case scenario in our brains every time. So basically thinking that we want to prepare for the worst case scenario ends up us creating the worst case scenario in our brains. So when we actually think that, yeah, life has its ups and downs, that everything is temporary. So this may be the bad things and the good things. When we think of every obstacle being there to help us evolve into more of our actual true selves, when we accept the world being 50% good and 50% bad, then I can use what I have and what I know to actually grow. The only thing constant about life is actually change. Our primitive brain hates this one (laughs) because it wants to, remember, it wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how we are. And if the primitive brain wants us to stay how we are, it will kind of rebel against any change. So if we want to change our scarcity thinking, our primitive brain will rebel against it. So kind of anticipate that that will happen. 
So the opposite of scarcity is abundance. So what is abundance? Abundance is having more than we need of anything. So it's easy to be abundant when things are going well. But the question is, can you have those same thoughts when things are not going so well and when there are some obstacles? So you can make it a priority. And the most important thing is to manage your mind. And this is why I actually started my business because there was a huge need for people, especially in the South Asian community, to actually manage their minds and manage their emotional well-being. And so the weight loss is just a kind of a, a side effect, really. The real tools are mind management so that you know how to manage your mind for life. And when you get rid of the mental weight, the physical weight on your body will just fall off. So kind of going back to this abundance, when we try and control the world to actually feel better, we're often not happy because we can't control the world. So it basically takes us inwards and our brains basically want to control things. So how can you come from that place of abundance? you can embrace the things around you. You can write down all the things that you do have. You can make a list of these things and write about them daily. You can write about all the things that you are grateful for. Whenever your brain goes to a place of scarcity and offers these scarcity thoughts, you can think, how can I approach this same thought from a place of abundance. So often <laughs> this shows up for me with regards to time. And I'm often thinking, I don't have time to do all the things that I want to do. And when I come from abundance, my human brain says to me, I have plenty of time to do all the things that I want to do. And I get to choose what I want to do. And I know this just sounds like the opposite, but actually, when I choose to look for the truth in that, the truth in the abundant thought, then that's where my growth is. That's where I can choose to spend my time. That's where I can choose to spend my mental energy. That's where I can choose to think. I can try and look for the truth in that, right? So our human brain is the most powerful tool to solve any problems. And you can make yourself mentally stronger. You can come out of this kind of scarcity mentality that you have. And you can come out, embrace that discomfort of challenging that scarcity thinking. And actually become a more evolved version of yourself. So I want you to think about how can you challenge some of this scarcity thinking you have. How can you remind your brain to come from that abundant thinking that you want to have? And how can you do that on a regular basis so that you are coming from a place of abundance? So if you find this interesting, then please sign up to my webinar, which will take place on the 6th of September 2021, which is a Monday at 8pm British Standard Time, which is 2pm CST and 3pm EST and that will be the start uh, of 
enrollment to my group coaching program. So I am going to be opening up enrollment for my group coaching program and it is going to be amazing. So if you would like to find out more information about that, then please go on to my website at www.amrutycoaching.com to enroll for the webinar and to find out more about the group coaching program. I am currently accepting consults, which are free 30 minute consults to discover what you're struggling with, what you'd like to achieve and how coaching can help you if you are interested in the group coaching program. So if you are interested, then please contact me via my website. The address is www.amruticoaching.com and here you can register for the webinar and find out more information about the group coaching program. Okay, I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.